Mark 3, 1 to 6 is a story that, in one sense, you could say has Jesus at the center. But in saying that Jesus is at the center, when we watch him, he directs our attention to the evil of the Pharisees. So we must be careful when we say that all the texts of the Gospels or all of the Old Testament is really about Jesus when, in fact, when we attend to Jesus, he might be making the text precisely about something else besides Jesus, even though Jesus becomes the, the powerful authority and model and resolution. This text is one of those. This is about the evil of the Pharisees and how we should respond to it and how Jesus responds to it. So, Father, as we look at your son's interaction with those who hated him and wanted him dead, show us what we can see about our own hearts and what we can learn about anger and grief in response to that kind of hardness of heart. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, Jesus entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they, this is the Pharisees, we know that from the previous paragraph, his Jewish leaders who were so opposed to him, they watched Jesus to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, come here. And so he sets up the conflict. He knows exactly that it's the Sabbath. He knows exactly what he's going to do with this man. And he means to push these Pharisees into a corner to expose themselves as the hard-hearted, uncompassionate killers that they were. And he said to them, he said to them, not to the man, he's back focusing on them, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? We'll come back to that. But they were silent. Unbelievable to be silent in response to the question, is it lawful to kill? And he looked around at them. He looked around at them, still focused on them, with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. And he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored. And the Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel together with the Herodians how they might destroy him. There's no doubt what the focus is in this text. They watched. They wanted to accuse. He said to them, they were silent. He looked around at them. He was angry at them. He was grieved at them. He was grieved at their hardness of heart. The Pharisees wanted to destroy him. This is about the, the evil of the human heart manifest in the Pharisees. Now, how's he going to expose it? Here's the question that blows you away. He doesn't say, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath to see if he would heal? That's what they're watching for. He says, is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do harm? Is it lawful to save life 
or is it lawful to kill? And when you read to do harm and to kill, you say, those people in the synagogue must have turned their heads and looked at each other. Did he just say that? (laughs) I mean, did he just make it that easy for the Pharisees to ask them, is it lawful to kill on the Sabbath? Thou shalt not kill seven days a week. Thou shalt not kill. This is not a hard question. And they were silent. What's going on? Why are they silent? They are silent first because you can't answer half a question. You got to answer it all. And if they had said, well, of course not, Jesus. It's not lawful to kill. It's not lawful to do harm, period. Jesus would have said, wouldn't he? So you're saying it's okay to save life? It's okay to do good? And they would have been forced into the corner of compassion where they do not want to go. They are hard. They're not going to be trapped into compassion. And a second reason why they couldn't answer this, because there's another layer of meaning. Is it lawful to kill? That's why they were there. They were there to watch Jesus, to find an accusation with which they could destroy him. Jesus knows that. He's asking them point blank, not just if it's okay to kill a man with a withered hand. No, Is it okay for you to kill me here in the synagogue? Are you about doing God's will in your effort to find a way to destroy me? There's a third layer of meaning here, I think. If you want to kill the one whose whole purpose in coming is to save life and to do good, then you not only want to destroy him, you want to destroy everybody that he came to help. And therefore, Jesus looked around at them with anger and grief at their hardness of heart. Anger. Grief. I'm so glad both of those are there. I need my anger checked by godly grief. I need my pity and grief checked by holy anger. It is both together that make a person mature and Christ-like. Anger, because he opposes such hardness of heart. Grief, because he pities those who have such hardness of heart. He opposes it because they should perish. He is just. And he pities because they will perish. Though he has compassion. He feels grief and he feels anger. And surely the point of this text is to show us the evil of the human heart, 
to show us the kind of thing Jesus really came to save not only the Pharisees from, but us from, and how we, whenever we see the kind of hardness of heart that's revealed here, how we should, with Jesus, respond with a combination of holy anger shaped by holy grief and a kind of holy grief shaped by holy anger.